always behave himself and do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. As mentioned last um, episode, if you do have the opportunity or the ability to, please donate to the BC Flood Relief. There's still a lot of people who are living in this province who have lost almost everything, if not everything, in their lives. So, you know, I I wish all the best to those who are currently dealing with um, the tragedy we're seeing, and I urge those who um, you know may have the time and the resource to help um, those who may be in need. And as mentioned last time, this storm has really hit um, various parts of the province and various um, individuals, um, including people in my life. You know, you know, I, I have family uh, in different parts of the province that were affected severely by this storm and made things quite impossible, if not um, completely impossible, to do certain things. Now, of course, there's also... Um, so lightheartedness that comes out of this, you know, with any, um, you know, in any situation, I think there usually is something that you can at least um, find a little bit of humor on. I'm not saying this is something to be laughed at. I'm just saying, um, you know, it's important to at least find some joy in a time like this. So my parents, um, where they live um, in the area, because of the water and the wind, and especially the outage hit a city center. So there is a massive mall um, where my parents live. And that whole area had no power for a good day. And all the stores were closing. They're, they're pulling their gates together because they were afraid of looting and people trying to get supplies um, since there's no power. And so, I mean, this obviously affected my dad in some ways. So my dad is currently, I think he's still looking for it, um, for a generator to hopefully survive if this in his words the apocalypse that's coming um to our province and he's looking for a generator that will at least charge his phone i don't know why that's a priority but that's what he's looking for he's looking for a generator that will charge his phone um but beyond that he also um for some reason the day of the power outage decided it was the day that he wanted to go for a haircut so he went on and grabbed a few things, ran a few errands, but he decided, you know, this is the day to go for a haircut. And, you know, he could easily reschedule. You, you don't have to cut your hair that day. He's not he's not as if he hasn't had a haircut for months. It was probably a one month. He could just gets a haircut once a month. So he, he went to the, the barber he usually goes to, and she is in that mall area where there's no power for the whole day. But she remained open. You know, um, it's an Asian barber, so we cannot... The Asian community don't really close for anything unless, you know, the world's crumbling right underneath your feet. We continue to operate our business as usual because it's just we hustle, man. That's just we hustle until there's nothing to hustle. There's there's no there's no Christmas. There's no New Year's. There's no Thanksgiving. There's no weekends. You just you just you just do your job. So my dad goes to the. um you know, to the the barber, and then uh, she kind of sat him down, and there was no power, so it was very dark in the barber shop. 
And so what my dad told me, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this information obviously afterwards. Um, I wasn't there. I'm watching this unfold, but I can only picture what's it like to be there. So it was very dark, and she had sunlight, I guess, you know, it was during daytime, coming through the um, the windows. And there's the window that's um, facing out, you know, those, um, I forgot what they're called. They're kind of like floor-to-ceiling window, like those windows that's not just on the wall, like the whole wall's a window. So she kind of moved her um, hair-cutting chair. I don't know what that was called either. I'm not, I don't know anything about um interior design or haircutting. So she moved her haircutting chair to the window. So then potentially that um, she can use the sunlight as a way to um, cut the hair. So this is how my dad proceeded. He sat there and then, uh, and then they, apparently they have to move every few minutes because the sun moves as the earth rotates throughout the day. Um, the sunshine um, will change as to where is beaming at so he had to change um directions and so she can see what she's cutting and my dad told me she did everything by hand so there was no electric clippers nothing electric just by hand um cutting the hair and so i was like well you know how there's there's certain things that you need clippers for like you just you can't do it by hand it's just it's very not easy unless you have a old school you know, razor and stuff like that. I'm sure you don't want to use that um, during a power outage in the dark. So he said, oh, no, no. She had a clipper, like a small one, that she uses to, um, as battery. Like battery. So you have to charge it, um, and then you can, you know, use it for a certain amount of time. So obviously, in that situation, she didn't. She couldn't recharge it. So she can only use the clipper for a certain specific amount of time until the battery ran dry. So... I think what she did was she kind of compensated. She would use a little clipper and then go back to the hand, use the scissors again. And miraculously, they got a haircut done by moving directions into the sun so she can see. And then also using the clipper sporadically when there is sufficient power from the battery. So my dad gets a haircut and he gets home. And the first thing my mom says to him, that's what he told me, is... Did a dog chew your head? Because it's just, that's what it looked like. It is is awful. Nothing is even. Everything's choppy because it's done by hand in the dark, almost blind, and with a clipper that has minimal power with sporadic ability to be on. So yeah, that's that's my father. Is he's gonna go get a haircut, regardless what's going on around the world. And then he will come home and worry about it and try to find a generator. Which is very interesting. I don't know what type of thought process is that. But I uh, I kind of want to take a picture of his hair. But I'm also afraid he might kill me. So there's your moment of some joy that comes out of tragedy like this. Um, so that being said, please don't get a haircut in the dark. Please um, do other things. <laughs> Maybe spend the time with the people you love. Rather than getting a haircut, looks like the dog chewed it. But this week on the 24th, it will be a lot in Lowe's in Vancouver, British Columbia as a fundraiser, obviously, for the homeless. And the 25th, the Red Room in Vancouver, British Columbia, this show, the proceeds will go to the BC Flood Relief. 
And then December on the 9th, I will be at the 101 Brewery in Gibsons, British Columbia. 10th at the Nanaimo Bar in the Nanaimo, British Columbia. And the 11th at the Duke Salon in Victoria, British Columbia. Tickets are on sale on that on my website at kingedhill.com. And that is this week's episode. And I hope you all stay safe if you are um, still in the midst of the storm or the aftermath of the, the previous storm. There's another one coming. And if you're not, um, I hope you have a wonderful week. And I'll see you next time around the same time. Definitely the same place. The brand new story. I'll be in the sun of smiling.